When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Ready to share, JB? It's all about you. Today's tangent is all about Jason Brown. Let's do it. It's the tangent with the Fred Show. Giving you all the shit we couldn't talk about on air. Okay. Jason, because um, you know, last week we got to know Kiki, the uh, the newest official member of the Fred Show. We learned a lot of things. We've known Jason for a long time, uh, but what some people might not know from behind the scenes is that you were not previously necessarily an official member of the Fred show until recently post COVID we made you an official member of the show. So you're still the owner yeah. and you still handle, you know, promotions and marketing for kiss FM, but now you're also official property of the Fred show. And boy, do I love that. Right. I was say, is that the highlight for you? I do. Yeah. And so that's how we're doing this in order. We're doing, yes, you're my property. <laughs> Does that turn you on a little bit? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Tell me again. Um, Want us to leave? Yeah. 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 Actually, if you guys could, we are out of here. this is the time when I'm having I'm no windows in here. It's like, yeah, if you could um, slide that padlock. Whoa. No. And so, <laughs> the barn door lock yeah. you mean that we have in here? Yeah. It's so weird to me. Uh, but that's why we're doing this in order. So Kiki, yep. uh, and then Jason, and then Rufio. it's... Uh, and Rufio. No. Yes. Kaylin. We, no. we start on the same Kaylin, day. you're not getting out of this. It's Kaylin. The- we're doing this in order. Kaylin and Rufio interchangeably, because you guys started on the same day, basically. Right. So him... And then you, no. and then Paulina. No, you're not getting out of it. You want me to get my really coin app out? Let's, let's flip a coin. No, oh, you do this for me. I hate it. That's fine. Well, I don't want to do go, one either. I'll go before Kaylin. Right. Yeah, you're fine. doing one, Fred. I don't I don't see a need for me to do one. Everyone knows what my story is. I've, we've been talking about it for years. We think people So why know, don't you go after Jason so the people will know yes. right away? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I love you that. Know? No, you guys are not getting out of this. It's. I'm sorry. We're going to do it. Just you know. We'll do it, yeah. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so Jason, you grew up, let's, let, let's hear a little bit about your backstory then for the folks that don't know. Yeah. So I grew up Southwest suburbs. Um, I was born at Christ hospital in Oak Lawn, which is actually where my parents met. So Aww. that's very cute. My mom's a nurse. My dad is a truck driver, was a truck driver. He's retired now. Well, how did um, they meet there then? So my mom was a nurse, like I said, and taking care of my dad's uncle who was, passing away and so 
my dad met my mom, and so he was macking on her while his while uncle his was uncle dying. Was dying, yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah. as one might. It's yeah, I mean sweet. during a time of grief, you right. know. Right. Yeah, I guess you look her. for comfort. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't it's know. It's kind of weird, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he asked her out for coffee, and they went to coffee, and that was their first date, and it was all down there. Their actual like first, I guess, where they actually ate was my his uncle's funeral. Like literally, her mom went, she went to the and like yeah, they went together, and like oh, wow. he, they were bonding. Like she was, you know, taking care of him, and yeah, sure, and all that what stuff. A great so woman. no, Linda is she's the light of she my is. life. Yeah, I ride for Linda. Yeah. <laughs> And James Leroy, for that matter. Yeah, James, too. James Leroy Brown. Um, so, yeah, then we moved to Oak Forest, where I grew up. And um, then when I moved out of their house, I lived in Tinley, so Southwest Burbs, my entire life. And you had sex with a woman before I did, which is <laughs> a fascinating fun fact about the Fred show. Right, uh-huh, uh, in Oak Forest, yeah. <laughs> outside. 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 There are a lot of details of that story that we know that we don't have to talk about. But yeah, we really don't. Holy shit, yeah. yeah. We don't, but it was yeah. outside. And I do like to say that. And it was cold. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, what? Okay, so we can get to that part. But like, mm, where all growing up, where all have you worked and <laughs> stuff like that? Like, like, sort of, what was your what was your path to to here? Oh yeah, so I went to Loyola University Chicago up in Rogers Park. Shout out, Sister Jean, taking all my money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I lived there for six months on campus that was only six months I didn't live in the suburbs and I hated it like we all joke about how like I get emotional because we're leaving like I'm getting ready to leave now and I get emotional <laughs> uh, so it was awful and get this I came home every weekend still too oh you were one of those <laughs> oh, yeah because yeah. I was like I have to go work because I still had my job yeah. from high school so you just didn't want to be there yeah I just didn't want to be there and I left and I had a really awful roommate so um, oh, yeah. yeah I was there for six months and then I came home and lived in the suburbs ever since but I was in college and I was I, I remember I was in history class and I was on Twitter because obviously not paying attention and and it came <laughs> up like do you want to be an intern at Kiss FM and I was like hell yeah like that sounds fun even though my major was psychology like it had nothing to do with like media or anything like that so I applied and never thought I'd get a call and I came in and I got hired that same day but I had to get school credit so I was like shit I need to find a class to take to like give me school credit so I ended up having to pick up like a whole nother minor just to like take the internship here oh I didn't know that mm -hmm. wow. yeah wow. so I had to pick up a sociology minor <laughs> yes <laughs> just, right? wow. and to this day I don't even know what it is like I don't even know what sociology is but it let me wow. like this is sociology right <laughs> So Twitter right. was your way in too. L yeah, literally yes, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yes. uh huh. Yeah, like back in the OG days yep. of Twitter when yep. I was on my computer, like <laughs> scrolling. So you you started like doing whatever, right? Driving the van, yeah. setting up tables and tents at events, and yeah. So everything on the promotions team. So driving the cars, setting stuff up. Um, my first event was um, an UGG Boots remote. Yes. I remember that. Like, oh my god! At yeah. like a mall or where? at a mall? Okay. Literally, I forget what mall. Somewhere, somewhere up by like where you grew up, Rufy. I don't remember, but it was like a Macy somewhere. And yeah, I just remember Iconic. like I just remember like picking up every event I possibly could. Like I would ditch class. I would like not go to work. Like mm -hmm. I would. I forgot I was in a class once because I just skipped it so many times. I had to drop it. Like, Wait, did you say where you were working? What was your job? Oh, I um. Worked is at a bar. I worked at the same bar for ten years. So I started when I was sixteen. Oh no, creature of habit, right? Oh I don't gosh. leave. Um, <laughs> literally, when I was sixteen, I was a busser, and then I was a 
server, and then I was a bartender, and then they let me manage some nights. Yes. Like, but it was it was fun. Like, I enjoyed like you know I don't know in in school I was very like introverted in a way, and that sort of being in that bar scene and like meeting customers and having to talk to people just, you know, on the regular basis, like really made me come out of my shell for that, which is why I literally stuck through there. It changed names three different times while I worked there. And like the new ownership would keep me on just because like I was the person that like knew everything. Like, yeah. what's the code to this? Or where, how do I get right? How I'm do I shocking. get yeah. right? There are a lot, now that you make me think about it, there's a lot of like totally weird habitual Patterns. things that yeah. have happened. Yeah. So I was doing that and I did that till literally God, maybe like six, seven years ago, I was still like filling in if they needed me or, you know, I would go and serve or pick up shifts or what have you. Wow. And so you've been doing this. And then what was your progression to, I mean, owner? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you, you have become sort of the do it all guy around here. And in fact, part of you coming on the show officially was so that you didn't have to do as much of the off air stuff because for anyone who doesn't know, you know, you you were in charge of like the promotions and marketing for our station and for another one. And I think you just sort of sensed when the pandemic began, like, well, we're not going to be doing events. Mm -hmm. And so that would be a big part of what you would normally be doing in planning. So, you know, you reached out to me and you were like, well, can I come in and help with the show then? Which it was not only super helpful and, and valuable for us, but it was also brilliant on your part because... It's like, let me make myself useful yet again in another way. Let me be the guy that can do anything and will do anything. And you did that. And then you started talking on the air. And then I remember we got to a point about a year ago where I went to uh, Jimmy Jam and I'm like, he ain't coming off. And <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, he is. Like, he's got to go back now to his normal job because, because we're doing events and we're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, no, actually... You it's guys not. need to fucking figure it out because he's not coming off. So, yes. and then we sort of had to restructure everything. And then here you are, yeah. um, which, you know, like it or not, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> this is your new life. No, I mean, it, the whole, like throughout this whole process, like throughout my whole time here, and I actually did leave for a year to do something mm -hmm. with my degree because I. You did? Yeah. Yep. So I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I got a psychology degree. I graduated. I didn't want to go to graduation because I had an event that day. Oh, <laughs> but my, my parents God. were like, no, you need to go. You need to go. And I was like, because I was still a part timer here, yeah. like working. Graduated and then I uh, applied for a job here that was full time. Ended up not getting it, and I was kind of like, "What job was it?" Um, it was a promotions, full time promotions okay. job. Um, they ended up bringing someone that was working, you know, events on the street in to work it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "You know what? Screw this!" I had an opportunity to like go do something in my major. I was a psych major um, with a focus on social work. So I left here and I went to go work for DCFS for a year. I literally worked there for a oh, year. That's when you did that. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it was really bad. Yeah. So mm. I would um, so basically like families that had problems with their kids and, and were on the verge of losing them. Like they would contract to my department to go in and like give them services that would help. So whether it be like mental health services, cleaning mm. services, like homemaking classes or, you know, get your GED, which was good because I was like more helpful. But mm -hmm. the bad part of it was like checking in on families. Like you'd have to do like drop-ins and pop-ins to see the kids and, and make sure they were okay. And it was just, Ooh, it tough. like weighed on me so much. Like I just wanted to like bring every kid home because I was very much like, oh, like I can't leave you here, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I would have to go to court and that's do gotta be like, tough. 
Yeah, it was really bad. Because you can't save everybody. No, and my mom, every night I'd call my mom and she'd be Aww. like, she'd be like, bring them here, I'll watch them, like I'll Aww. take care of you. Yes. Know? Like, my mom would be the same way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah our moms are very similar. Um, but like, yeah, like it was, it was really, 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 really bad. And literally my first case, I ended up having to take five kids away from their dad and it was like the hardest thing. And I went to court and they were like, okay, you have these kids. And it was like six o'clock at night, like when we got out of court and I was like, I have five kids and I don't know what to do with them. Like, you know, so it was like, okay, you take them to the hospital and find a place to go. And it was like, oh, it was no. just like a lot for someone that that was their first job was mm-hmm. like, holy crap. Like I, it's so right. much that weighs on you. So, um, I literally did it for a year and then I left and I was like begging my boss here at the radio station. Like, do you have anything? Like, uh-huh. I'll come back. I'll be anything. <laughs> Rufio knows Jess. I was like, I'll come back. I will literally do anything you want. And she was like, okay, you can come back if you want part time, but you have to dress up as the reindeer, which is our mascot oh, for yes. Light FM. The Edison, right? Mm-hmm. Edison. Yeah. Yes, King. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> so I literally left my full time job and like a career that people sit in for, you know, like years. 25, 30, yep. 45 years and then left to, be a reindeer. You so your heart. I did, but it was rough. Like I was like yeah. mid twenties, and my parents are like, "What are you doing? Like, figure <laughs> something out. Like, you're still working at the bar." I like picked up a job at Pet Boys because my boyfriend Mike got me a job there. So I was like, I was working the desk there, not was, knowing yeah. what the hell I was doing, <laughs> selling tires. And then like I would come here and like dress up as a reindeer. And I think like as a parent, you're looking at your 25, 26 year old, being yeah. like, "Yep, what, what the yeah. hell are you doing? Like <laughs> your life is such a mess. Like what are you doing?" Like, what is the path? And they've told me so many times, like, you need to find something else to do. Like, this isn't working. Like, you need a career. Like, blah, blah, blah. But the overarching, like, whole just, I guess, umbrella of it all was, like, I never thought that something like this could be a job. Like, I knew I wanted to be in psychology and help people. And originally, I wanted to work in a rehab and, like, help with substance abuse stuff. And, like, that's really all I knew, like, all through high school and whatever. But then once I started doing this internship, which was unpaid, right? But I'm, like... I'm having the time of my life and like, this is fun. Like, how is this a job? Right. Mm -hmm. So I just kept going because I was like, it just, this feels right. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like work, you know? So, so yeah, flash forward to my boss, Jess, that Mm -hmm. left, she left. And luckily I was, you know, I had like a two minute interview and they were like, yeah, do you want this job? And I was like, yes, whatever you want me to do. (laughs) If it's a full-time gig, like I'll do it, whatever. And so that's when I was able to sort of head everything over Kiss. But then when COVID hit, I was very much like, I'm bored and we're not doing events and there's nothing for me to go to. So like, can I come help out? And you were gracious enough to let me come and like really sort of help me through the way and got me to where I am now. So, wow. You know, people ask all the time, it's like, why do you call him owner boner? And it started with the owner of Kiss FM. And why do we call him that? Because I feel like you were the, I mean, we have programming people and we have a bunch of folks that we report to, I guess, or whatever. But, (laughs) but you were the, it seemed like no matter what it was, programming, promotion, sales, whatever it was, it it was always directed through you. Mm -hmm. And so it got to the point and still is at this point, and especially now that you're on our show where I, I don't even ask them questions. I just go to you. I feel like everybody. (laughs) does because not only will you help because that's who you are but you normally have the answers and um and you know when it came to tickets or when it came to anything that anybody needs if there's a problem it would go to jason (laughs) i mean almost to a fault dude like i i I mean i've been with you where listeners are calling your personal phone to inquire (laughs) about something that's going on and i'm like dude you don't have to do that like you know we do love our listeners and we do love there are there are customers right but like 
you don't have to answer the phone at seven o'clock at night on a Saturday, uh, you know, because someone didn't read an email correctly. But you do because it's who you are. Right. And I always want everyone to feel that they had a good interaction, whether it be with the station or with you guys or the show or whatever. Like like you said, like they don't spend money with us, but like they spend their time, which is like even more valuable to me. I think, you know, like they have so many choices. No, I agree. They choose to ride with us. So but not everybody is like you, though. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what I mean is I think it's amazing that you do it. And yes, I believe our 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 audience deserves that kind of treatment, but you also deserve not to have a personal <laughs> phone number that everyone doesn't have the no, number to. No, you texting people like, hey, you won, here's your tickets. I'm like, damn, you just texting your cell phone right. like that? Oh my God, yeah, everyone that has won anything has my cell phone number. I don't get blown up quite as much as you would think, but yeah. So people tell me that you're gay, which is shocking. <laughs> Um, really? I thought I give straight guy energy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no? I, 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 it was the Pet Boys for me. Oh, yeah. the Pet Boys. Yeah, I've heard the <laughs> way you that like you a... speak to women sexually, and it's oh it's very God. convincing. Who are you telling? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to believe that you're that's that you're not just slaying women all the time. Yeah, I have to fight off Kaylin literally every day. Yeah. Well, that, that is true. Uh, <laughs> but what was kind of like, I mean, we don't have to go through the whole thing, but yeah. uh, as far as Mike, you've been with Mike for 10 years? 11. It'll be 11 this year. 11 yeah. years. Not and married. So- Single, single. Yeah, try, try that one. Because yeah. unlike, unlike where uh, you own the house, he he's Mike a tenant owns. in the house. Right. I will be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> People live with me, bro. We in the streets together. There you go. You got the real world over there. Three people living in a house, single, right. all yeah. single, yeah. Yeah. house. <laughs> Having their lives taken. Yeah. Find right. out what happened. Right. Stop right. being polite and start getting real. Yeah, it's the real world. Kick it. Yes. It's the real world. Calumet City. Yes. <laughs> you know, Jason is gay. Right. You gonna turn me out. Let's go. All we gotta do is find a racist homophobic person to stick in that oh house too, God. and then we get a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well that was that was the yes. uh, equation uh-huh. of the real world. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like, oh, you don't like black people? Perfect. Right. You, and, you and a gay black guy are rooming yeah. together. Right. In Calumet City. Yeah. Yeah. In Calumet City. Whoa. Um, but like how did you meet him and sort of how did that uh, relationship yeah. become what it is? We met on um a dating app, literally on Grinder. Like literally I was with someone before him and it was very odd relationship. So we broke up and literally, I want to say like literally five days later, I like met him and we started talking and I went to his house literally the first night. Oh, that, so stressful for me yeah, to hear this oh, oh. again. <laughs> so your yeah. first date with him was his house. You just went to his house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Which is and common in the gay community. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I think, you know, when it's you're, nervous. when you're, yeah, when you're in our community and especially if you're on Grindr, like you're, you don't. You know what it is? That, yeah, you know what's up. Like, if you're like, oh, you know, you want to come over, you're like, okay, yeah, like, it's going to happen. It's just kind of transactual at that Whoa. point. So it, it started as a hookup then. Yeah. Basically. Or that was the initial intent. Right. I think that's what he expected, and I probably I probably expected the same thing, but we got there. I got there, and we sat on his couch talking. The house you're in now, right? Yeah, the same okay. house we're in now. Um, we sat on his old couch talking for, like, hours. Like, hours. I don't know if, like... He was too nervous to make a move or what had happened. But Kayla knows I have to pee like every five seconds. I had to get up and pee probably every 10 minutes because I was so nervous. Like it wasn't like you like, oh, hi, how are you? Jump into bed and like whatever. It's (laughs) over. Like it was like this long sort of like we talked and got to know each other like whatever. And then literally I never 
let go. I never left. <laughs> like I, I just started staying over there every night. Like that's just what happened. That's how it's been ever since. I when never... did you officially move in? See, the thing, it's so crazy. It's like people ask these milestones, but like it never was like officially like, okay, you live here now. Like mm. it was always like a weird progression. Like I feel like I'm, I feel like the when, ongoing. When did you get a key? When did they give you a key? Um, so like, there's no key. Like we have a number padlock. Uh, so like, I don't, so this guy, I don't, I don't live there still. This guy never actually invited you to live. <laughs> no, there. Like, I don't even know if I actually live there now. Like, I, Wait, I that's know. very lesbian of you. It is like, very you lesbian. You just brought the moving truck and very, you're like, I'm yeah. first date. And- I just kept like, because I would, I would spend the night and then before work or whatever, I would go home, shower, like yeah. to my parents' house, I grab my it. stuff go to work, come back, be at his house, and then just, like, repeat that over and over every day. But then it was, like... What did they think? Um, it's... It was very... (laughs) This is gonna stop. But, like, we never really talked about it. Like, they would just... They just wanted me to be, like, I'm not coming home tonight, so they weren't, like, waiting or whatever. But, like, they didn't know. The first time they ever met him was he literally dropped me off at home. And, like, my dad came out, and they were, like, talking, and Mike was, like, in the car, and they talked, and, like, that was it. So he just assumed it was your boyfriend, but, like, you Yeah, like, even to this day, I haven't been, like, oh, this is my boyfriend. Like, it's just, 11 years later. Yeah. It just kind Mm -hmm. of is. It just... I think everyone just assumes it. And that's everyone. Like, he'll come to family parties. Like, I think everyone is just kind of like well we've been done new you know what I mean like now it's finally you know he's got someone and they're happy and it's fine but no I definitely like I was like okay he's like a straight acting gay Mm -hmm. dude with his own house he's older and he's got a job I'm like I ain't letting this one go like I like (laughs) I say I latched on and I like have never let go to this day so wow maybe I don't live there I get mail there so maybe that means that <laughs> yeah, I, does, you yeah. guys ever plan on getting married like who would propose to who in this relationship um I think honestly he would have to propose because he he's the one that like has had conflicting views of it and it's not so much about me it's more like he he's older and he was straight acting for a very long time even till this day like a lot of people don't mm-hmm. you know his customers or whatever like yeah. they don't know yeah but um uh, he, when we first met, his idea of marriage was like, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, we were talking about kids. Like, oh, uh, a kid needs a mom and a dad. Like, the, I don't want him to go to school and get made fun of. And, like, I continually try to tell him, like, it's not like that anymore. Like, mm-hmm. yes, will he probably get made fun of? Sure, but, like, everyone does. Yeah, you're you know what fun I mean? Of no matter right. what. Yeah. Right. Your parents right. screw you up either way. Right. So. <laughs> that's right. bad. Like, At least you, know, you have parents. <laughs> right. Right. Because I honestly think he would be an amazing dad. Like, he knows how to do stuff. He, like, for, you know, he will um, hire younger people to work at the shop, and he's very like nurturing and he's very good at oh, teaching nice. and like so would you right well yeah. I don't know about me I can't really take care of myself I don't yes, think I'm in a can. place for kids but um, you take care I, of all of us I, think, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say uh, I think you'd be great oh, well thank you but um, so I don't know I think he would need to be the one to propose just because I would want to make sure that like he's ready and it's something that you both want like marriage um, I definitely want it like mm-hmm. I said he's kind of like he, he sees it he doesn't it. like depending on the day it's yeah. kind of like a different <laughs> different opinion from yeah. him yeah. Would you feel like will you stay with him indefinitely regardless of yeah. of that, whether that happens or not? Yeah, I think so. Like I don't I don't picture my life like I don't wanna be with anyone else ever. And I I feel like we've been eleven years, have been through a lot of shit and it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. we're kind of where we're at and we're both in a good place. And yeah, there's weird like people don't I feel like couple outside of couples you don't really understand how y'all fight you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like some people mm-hmm. have knockdown drag out fights that screaming all that stuff we don't do that like sometimes i think he wants that from me but i just don't give that to him because that's just not 
who I am, you know? So we just fight differently. So there's ups, there's downs, but I feel like we both can say, like, I don't want, I'm not looking for anyone else. I don't want to be with anyone else. And and that's sort of that, you know? Mm. Well, um, we've learned a lot this morning. (laughs) Uh, Is there anything else that you would want people to know about you that who are listening? Anything... I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a fan of the show already, it's kind of an accessory to the to the main show. I don't know. Is there anything that uh, that you would want to say to anyone listening who loves our show and, <laughs> and and just listen to the last 30 minutes of your life story? Oh, well, I love them, too. And, you know, I think it's it, it's all about I just feel lucky to be where I'm at and doing something that I absolutely love because, again, I didn't think this was possible. So and I'm thankful for everyone here that has welcomed me and let me sort of squat my way <laughs> onto the show. And and that's really it. We love you and thank you. Yeah. Well, who's up next? Um, These two got to battle it out. Yeah, you guys <laughs> got to figure it out. You know, I don't, I don't care who. I'll go, I'll go next. Thank you. You'll go next. Mm-hmm. And then it's Kaylin. Yeah. yeah. I need three episodes so Kaylin doesn't have to do. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> She's got to do it. We're all, we're all, if we're all doing it, we're all doing it. And that's it. That's it. You're not getting out of it, unfortunately. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The people, they want to know. Everyone's in my DM saying, where's Kaylin's tangent? It got deleted on it. And by everyone, I mean my mom. <laughs> She's like, "Where's Kaylin? Where's Kaylin's tangent?" Just tell her to text me. I'll answer any questions. Oh no, she wants the whole. She wants the whole world to know all about you. Uh, thanks for listening to the tangent. Subscribe, like, whatever the fuck you can do with this thing. I've never. I shouldn't say I've never. I do go back and listen to the show most days. Um, so that I can hear the stupid shit that I said and then beat myself up for not saying something different. But I guess I don't pay much attention to the features on the thing. So I guess you can subscribe. I don't yeah. know if you can like it, but you I know can you can subscribe. Yeah, download, and get please. notified when we have a new one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go. Well, and tell your friends. Because if we ever get fired, uh, then this will this is all we'll have. And we'll have to make money this way. <laughs> and we'll be we'll be like NPR every day on the show, like, if you like this shit, then Pay the money. <laughs> if you really like this, then go to the Wizards website and Venmo everybody. But me. But don't give it to Paulino or Rufio because we'll never hear about it. All right. Rufio's up next. Uh, maybe later this week on The Tangent. Thanks for listening. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi. Checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.